Welcome to Global Real Estate Dealmakers with Kyle Ney, showcasing investors and entrepreneurs across the globe who are leading innovative commercial and residential real estate projects. Hey there, Global Dealmakers. Today is an extremely special episode for me because I'm coming to you in person from one of my favorite places on the planet in Positano, Italy, on the Amalfi Coast just south of Naples. And I just wrapped up my interview with Alberto and Enza Barba, which I hope you'll check out. It was absolutely lovely being with them. So I'm going to raise a glass, this Aperol Spritz that just came over uh, to that. And I'm going to roll right into, for this episode of Kyle's Take, into breaking news. So I'm going to cover Italy. And Italy, it comes as no surprise that, like a lot of countries, its GDP last year was way down, 8.9% uh, by the statistics I found from the European Commission, although the growth prospects are much more prosperous for this year, 2021 and 2022, uh, averaging 4.4%. Uh, Vaccination-wise, you have about 40% of the population, according to Reuters, that's been vaccinated, uh, and that comes in the aftermath of over 4.2 million infections and 128,000 deaths across Italy. Now, here in Positano, the situation's been a bit better. I believe there's only been 130-ish infections, only two of which were serious and no deaths. Uh, but across Italy, COVID, level, COVID levels are approximately 2% of the peak, uh, which is great. And the other thing that is really encouraging is that you see tourist bookings improving. Uh, tourist bookings are certainly not at 2019 levels, uh, but for example, uh, I know the Venice hotels, uh, not here in Positano, have reported being 70% plus booked, uh, occupancy ranging 70%-ish. Some hotels have been 100%. I know here in Positano, Depending on the place, it's probably 50 to 80%, so it's definitely getting better. Certainly much more packed on the weekends. And uh, at the Uffizi Gallery, uh, again, a very known uh, tourist attraction for Italy, visits were up 40% from the first to the fourth week of May of this year, so that's great. And they're expecting 39 million tourists uh, in Italy this year, uh, from June through August, which will be a 12% increase compared to last year. Uh, I, I'm very encouraged to see that. Uh, my experience coming over here, a couple comments I want to make. So I, I flew over here from the Newark airport, and it was certainly confusing on the check-in. There were a lot of people not exactly clear whether a COVID test was required, whether a vaccination card would suffice. Ultimately, at the last minute, I found out that my vaccination card would work uh, and I did not have to get a test. And I also thought that when I arrived in Rome that I would have to get a test upon arrival. Uh, I have a uh, friend of mine who came a couple days earlier and he had to stand in line for two and a half hours at the Rome airport to get a test, whereas when I arrived, much to my surprise and pleasure, uh, I did not have to do that and whisked right through uh, customs and was able to get my bag, bag and continue on my way uh, down here to the Amalfi Coast. Uh, mask wearing wise in Italy, technically since last October, masks have been required uh, outside as well as indoors. Uh, but my experience here is that there hasn't been a ton of enforcement of the mask wearing. Uh, I've been in a few places where they've told me to put a mask on, but most locations are essentially looking the other way. 
which is certainly nice because it's a scorching 86 degrees here or 30 degrees Celsius, and that is actually a, a few degrees cooler than it's been in the preceding days. A few additional things I'll mention about Positano. In terms of nationalities of tourists, I've seen a lot of French, a lot of Germans, a handful of Americans, certainly nowhere near the numbers in a normal year. Uh, when I've spoken to different hoteliers here, they've said uh, rough numbers a lot. Their business in a normal summer is going to be 80% supported by the American economy. Uh, so I think that still has room to rebound. Uh, you've seen restaurants, with that said, being very full. Uh, a lot of the demand right now is from Italians, uh, with, uh, as I said, a, a smaller portion coming from, tu uh, from international tourism. and. Hotel bookings for the five or six different uh, hotel owners here I've spoken with uh, seem to be up and they're getting more calls for the latter part of the summer. Let's call it August, September. Uh, I think people are still trying to understand how easy it is to get into Italy, what precautions one needs to take. Uh, here in the Campania region, of Italy, uh, even though tomorrow on the 28th, as I'm recording this, 27th of June now, tomorrow uh, across most of Italy, the mask mandate will go away, the public mask mandate for outdoors, it still will be required indoors, but here in Campania they're extending it for another two weeks uh, because of some concern about the uh, COVID India variant uh, spreading. I'm now going to trans transition into some guest insights that I learned through my conversation with uh, Enza and Alberto. And again, I, I hope that you uh, individuals who have not checked it out will go to www.kylenay.com or Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts to, to check it out. Um, a couple things they talked to me about is that you know the process of moving forward with any sort of redevelopment here is never straightforward. It's uh, you know, the, 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 the rules that you need to navigate are always a little bit ambiguous. They may be, there may be something on paper, but it takes a lot of collaboration, a lot of discussion to, you know, roll the, roll the boulder up the mountain. And what they also told me is that um, they're having to suffer a little bit economically, not just them, but across the whole Positano, because they're not able to really assess any uh, charges for late bookings or cancellations. In a normal year, people book hotels months in advance, if not even longer here on the Malfi Coast, and one essentially foregoes any deposit or the cost of the room if, if they decide to, to cancel. In this case, um, they're, they're, they're waiving that, so that, that's certainly difficult from a room preparation and an operational perspective. And then the other thing that I learned is booking.com really seems to be the predominant way that a lot of these, uh, other than their websites, that a lot of these smaller hospitality ho properties, hotels, villas, uh, advertise and are able to get traffic on the, on the coast. And I, I thought it's interesting, I, I, not just with Alberto and Enza, but I, I've heard instances where uh, a lot of potential guests will call up and say, hey, I found your hotel on booking.com, and then they'll be able to negotiate some side deal uh, to avoid you know, some of the fees that, that come with booking. So um, I, I thought that was interesting. And then the last thing is that even though it's a small town, you know, it's a competitive environment, and people are paying attention to what others are doing, trying to see what they're doing well, what they're not doing well, and, and if, if someone sees uh, someone in the community doing something, adding rooms, uh, making changes to the property, and they suspect that it may not uh, be kosher for whatever reason, they could be right, could be wrong, uh, they, they, they try to go about uh, 
scene to investigating into it to, to, to see if they can thwart other people's plans. Now I'm going to move on to the poll portion of Kyle's take. The, the next poll that I am going to post on the website, and please, I urge you to go there, and as uh, a lot of my viewers and listeners have done in the past to answer the following question, uh, which of the following European countries do you think will have the largest year-over-year -year change in tourist visits? Will it be Greece, uh, Italy, Spain, Portugal, and, or France? And I tried to pick the top five generally by tourism volume. Certainly there are other countries that you know, could beat those as a percent, but uh, I would appreciate you answering that, and I, on the next Kyle's take, will uh, look forward to revealing the results. Moving on and wrapping up to the next guest component, I am looking forward to having a very dynamic, incredible couple who's based in Paris moved to Paris from the US many years ago and have had tremendous success at renovating over 100 apartments uh, into a very turnkey luxury uh, spec uh, in, in some very high-end neighborhoods uh, close to the Seine River on the, uh, the left bank. So uh, I, I hope you'll join me uh, in my next uh, episode. Thank you so, so much again for joining me here as I've uh, wrapping up my time on the Amalfi Coast. It's been absolute pleasure. Uh, I don't have words to express how lovely it's been. And I wish all of you the best and a, a, another cheers, signing off. Thank you for tuning into Global Real Estate Dealmakers, the podcast that takes you around the globe to meet real estate investors who are transforming their local communities.